Total Energies Auto Show right here on 97.3 City FM Motoring Education for Trouble Free Motoring Experience. I'm your host Eddie Poku, Edward Poku. We are going to have an awesome time this afternoon, and I want to send special greetings to Elgin and um, Elgin and Elsa, <laughs> our young fans who listen every Thursday, and they are jamming to the sick tune. <laughs> Well, on this show, we talk about cars, we talk about motorcycles, we talk about motoring and how you can enjoy your motoring experience. The show is very, very interactive. Make sure you send us your contribution and questions uh, via our WhatsApp and Telegram line. That is 054-998-6996. 054-998-6996. That is for WhatsApp and Telegram. If you want to call into the show, you can do so on 0302-230-075. And today we are going to talk um, about your car's electrical system. The last time we talked about your car's electrical system, it was a very, very informative and interesting show. And uh, we got a lot of people asking questions. And we know that it is a very, very, very important aspect of your car. And I mean, most car fires, most car fires are caused by issues related to its electrical system. So please make sure you keep tuned in to today's show. Okay? All right. The wait is over. It is the clash of titans. The Total Energies African Cup of Nations, Cameroon 2021, is here. And as part of this year's competition, all Total Energy service stations will go into 100% football mode. So, drive into any of our service stations and kickstart this year with lots of amazing giveaways. Starting Monday, 10th January 2022, buy 80 Ghana cities minimum worth of fuel with your Total Energies card or Troxy card or purchase any 4 liter of 5 liter Total Energies lubricant from your nearest Total Energy service station and get a coupon. Peel and instantly win amazing branded souvenirs. Let's celebrate the passion of football together and win lots of gifts during the 20. 2021 Total Energies African Cup of Nations. Remember, promo is valid while stock lasts. Terms and conditions apply. Let's live football together. Alright, Total Quads, keep your engine younger for longer. 
um, they bring you this show every Thursday. And you know when it comes to Total, we're talking about innovation. The products are filled with lots and lots of man hours of R&D, research and development to make sure that the products are the best that will make sure the value of your car is maintained. Total Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer. Last week, we had a chat about preventive maintenance preventive maintenance and um, I had um, Gerald Dubate with me here in the studio we had a very good discussion and one of the takeaway points is that um, as a car owner you have to familiarize yourself with whatever is in the owner's manual of your car okay so that you know all the key maintenance items so that is, is you're not just driving your car into um, the shop to get it maintained but you know exactly what is being done to your car especially when it is out of warranty and you have to do a certain level of supervision to make sure that car's um, value is maintained today we are looking another direction but we are still looking at our cars and motorcycles we are talking about electrical systems electrical systems the show is very interactive make sure you send us your questions and contributions 054-998-6996 you can do so on whatsapp or telegram Gerald, yeah you're once again welcome <laughs> okay thank I mean, you so much w- when it comes to auto electricals because of what you do and how you have expanded and built yourself and your business up to i mean the honors falls right on, right, right on my lap. <laughs> right on your lap. Yes. yes. So we are talking about electric systems, auto electrical system. system. Okay. So yeah, give us a good idea of what constitutes a car's electrical system. All right. Um, let me start by saying, uh, many years ago, um, when things were actually very rudimentary, when uh, the, in the automotive you only had battery ignition uh-huh. and light okay where the light is seen as accessory <laughs> with time time is evolved and now electrical system has become so seemingly complex <laughs> but the professional who understand the way it works can always um, find solutions when problem arises um the electrical system is the main driver of the vehicle without that the engine wouldn't even crank okay and it's gone beyond that it is the same electrical system that charges the battery mm-hmm. when the engine is is on mm-hmm. or running it is the same electrical system that is stored in the battery mm-hmm. as charge so that when you turn off the engine then the battery takes over feeding current to your components and manufacturers have actually attached very great importance to this Mm -hmm. because um the evolution of vehicle designs and the add-ons and the rest Mm -hmm. they are based on this electrical system architecture okay now um well this is not a classroom because (laughs) the the listeners are more or less vehicle owners yeah so we we are going to make it as interesting as possible and practical and practical (laughs) yes i like that one now um when the um um the vehicle is manufactured Mm -hmm. there are three things that come into play they are very very important number one the system engineer who designed the vehicle 
them, them everything, mechanical, electrical, whatever. And then we have the owner that a vehicle is tainted for. Mm -hmm. So he's the end user. Mm -hmm. In between is the service technician. Okay. So the service technician needs to understand the owner mm -hmm. and also understand the designs. Okay. The, uh, the, the, the manufacturing engineer or the design engineer, with that in mind, made things easier for the technicians. Okay. And then he went ahead also to make things easier for the user. Okay. So when it comes to the electrical system, with you being the user, then you know that if I want the light to come on, I press this switch, the light comes on. If I want to lock the door, I can do that remotely or I can do that by putting it into the kill cylinder. Yeah. Great. The technician behind the scene should know why this is that. Okay. To make this work, the vehicle is designed electrically to have system. Underneath the system, there we have subsystems mm -hmm. and then components. Okay. So we can see we are looking at a supplementary uh, restraint system. Mm -hmm. And that is a header. Okay. Beneath it, you have a subsystem that will be uh, that will actually con uh, be concerned with the handling of the vehicles mm -hmm. and then we have the component that make up this system, system. Mm -hmm. so then you know you have your airbag under the airbag the airbag itself can become a subsystem mm -hmm. and then under it you have the crash sensors mm -hmm. and then and then when you come to handling then you can have your steering angle sensors that will go to the abs and the rest okay when you open the hood of the vehicle these things that I'm talking about mm -hmm. are put in what we call electrical harnessing. Okay. So you take a harnessing and they are coded. Okay. And you know this harnessing I'm holding, let me say, let me for, for, for discussion purposes, mm -hmm. let's say X X20. Mm -hmm. So X20 is for the vehicle restraint system. Okay. All the cables for the restraint system are in the harnessing you hold in X20. Okay. So if you want to talk about lights. And then you take the light harnessing. Then it has to do with all the lights. Once you take that big group of wires, that is the main one. In them, you can have smaller harnesses. That will be doing probably interior light. Then you have the exterior light. Then you can have um, the lights for your mirrors, etc., etc. So this seemingly complex system have been broken down so that it will be easier for the technician to diagnose mm -hmm. and also to work on. Okay. And then it will also be convenient for the user okay. to be able to actually maneuver his way around. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Wonderful. That's a very good summary. Um, <laughs> ca can you list some of the um, subsystems and which aspect of the car that they control? Well, let, let me put the modern car mm -hmm. in mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are talking about... <laughs> yeah, for the modern cars now. So for the past 10 years or so... Oh, yeah, 10, 15 um, years. Um, yeah. Yes, relays have been replaced with modules. Mm -hmm. Now we have more sensors and the rest. Mm -hmm. um, these components, when they are working, we will need to know whether they are working or not. Mm -hmm. Therefore, to be able to find out how they are working, then we may need equipment for that. Mm -hmm. We may need knowledge... Acquired from training for that. Yeah. So um, we had the we had we have the scan tool. They came in 
from the 80s and then now. So when you use the scan tool, you can interrogate the system and know where it's gone wrong or where something is not right. And then we go back to our um, engineer, the design engineer. He's now gone ahead to actually put a system in the vehicle such that when something is gone wrong, let's say your rear right tail light is gone off, then there is a driver information system that lights up for you to see yeah. that this has gone off. Mm -hmm. So primarily, you can know what is wrong before you go to your technician. Mm -hmm. So the convenience is now pushed a notch higher. Okay. I hope you understand. Yeah. So um, when it comes to these things that I'm talking about, now that we have to scan and all that, they, 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 they went ahead and divided them into four top systems. systems. So now we have the powertrain system, mm -hmm. specifically for the engine and the transmission. Okay. And then we have what we call the um, U system or communication system to do with the um, controller area network mm -hmm. or the lane. Mm -hmm. and then we go ahead, then we can have the body. The body is to do with the conveniences, okay. the electric seats, the power windows, all those things that we look out for when we are buying vehicles, vehicles yeah. the air conditioners and the rest. So that one is called the body. And then we have the chassis. It is to do more with handling and, and suspension because these things are now very, very electronic. Mm -hmm. So when there is a problem, one will need to know under these four Headless, where the problem is. So let me let me let me let's do a little analogy. Mm -hmm. So I am driving, and then I turn on the air conditioner, and the cool air doesn't come. I only get a, um, how do you call it, a room temperature air coming. Mm -hmm. So there's something wrong with the AC. I go to see the AC technician. I don't have to tell him, look, my AC is not working. I think it's gas. No, no, no. In this present era. If the AC is not working, it's not every AC malfunction that is refrigerant related. Mm -hmm. So this guy will then will need to diagnose the system to find out what are the problem. And I'll say this is to do with the air of the air conditioner or the conditioner. So if it is a conditioner that is also run electrically as well as mechanically, mm -hmm. then he can diagnose to see if the sensor is there or there is something wrong. It makes diagnostics of vehicles very easy. But then, once you have the requisite training and the knowledge to okay. do that, and this is where you said earlier, that when not done right, then we have very dire situations. <laughs> All right. So um, the top subsystems, we have the powertrain, which controls the engine and the transmission. Yes. We have the body. That gives you the comfort features and all the electronics in the cabin. Then you can talk about the, the communication. The communication, the U, yes. yes that, that that talks to make the components talk to each other. Mm -hmm. Then you can talk about the chassis. Which the is, chassis that is to do with the handling the and handling the safety, and of, safety of, the, of the because some vehicles with a press of a button, mm -hmm. they can go very low. The car go lower. Or it can go <laughs> higher. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Yeah, and yeah. all these things are integrated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is why. Um, when you are using, let's say that you're using the air conditioner mm -hmm. and you are in traffic and the engine cooling fans stop working, mm -hmm. the AC will shut down. 
because there is communication that pressures has gone so high. Mm -hmm. So it will shut down. A message is sent to the engine control unit. Then it activates the fan to come on very high. Mm -hmm. Now, in activating the fans by some written algorithm, mm -hmm. if the fan don't come on, it, will, it can go ahead to actually impede the performance of your accelerator uh, position, uh, the pedal position sensor. Yeah. And then the vehicle will then go into limp mode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And all these designs are done to safeguard you, the user, and the vehicle. And the vehicle. Wonderful. <laughs> very, very informative. Um, one of the components that, I mean, car users, we deal with a lot, or sometimes it can become a major headache, is the um, accessory battery. Okay. Oh, the 12 volts battery <laughs> yes. in the car. Um does all the energy that the car needs to run come from this 12 volts battery? Yes, it's from there. Mm -hmm. The battery is actually a power bank. Okay. Its relationship with the engine is more symbiotic. The arrow points both ways. Okay. When the engine is running, by the operations of the alternator, mm -hmm. the battery is charged. So we see that the, the battery receives uh, current and then and, and stores them. Once you turn off the engine, it is now the duty of the battery to use the store energy. energy. If not used wisely, when it's time to start the vehicle, it will be discharged and cannot start the engine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you will see that when you come when it comes to OEM accessories mm -hmm. like the stereo, you stop the engine. You are parked, you are still listening to the radio. Some of them, the moment you open the door, the radio goes off. They are all energy savers. Mm -hmm. If that is not done, you would deplete the charge in the battery mm -hmm. and then you can't start the okay. engine again. Okay, so in the grand scheme of things, the starting of the car is much more important than any yeah, other Yeah, that factor. takes us as high as uh, over 4% of battery oh, power when you're starting. Okay. You know, when you, when, when you look at the battery, there are two big red cables mm -hmm. one is going to the alternator mm -hmm. and one is going to the starter the one going to the alternator is actually receiving charge okay. when the engine is on mm -hmm. yes and then when you turn off the engine you won't turn it on then the other one feeds the starter okay that is why they are that take okay so let me ask this question i mean from experience um from experience i mean i ride motorcycles right and I drive. And I realize that for most motorcycles, when the battery is bad, at a point the motorcycle won't run at all. Yes. Is it the same for cars? Sure. Okay. It's the same for cars. So right now, uh, even we have some form of smart charging. Okay. Whereby the alternator is linked to the ECU. So when you are in traffic, depending on information received received from various sensors, mm -hmm. then the rev the engine speed will go up slightly okay. to keep charging the battery. Okay. Yes. Manufacturers are now thinking, you know, when it comes to vehicles, we have space constraints, mm -hmm. you see, and weight constraints. The heavier the vehicle is, it's going to have effect on fuel consumption and all that. And you can load everything into one compartment. So manufacturers are now thinking that if there is a way uh, they can probably be able to get like 48 volt batteries. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Looking at the way we are loading up the vehicle these days. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. I mean, sometimes I can just imagine what kind of cars we're going to have in, in five years, in 10 years' time. Mm, we will change yeah. the design of the batteries. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We'll change the design yeah. of the batteries. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Wonderful. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, I've heard a lot of very, you know, nightmarish, you know, stories uh, of rudents, for example, chewing <laughs> wires in the cars, especially when you leave them parked for a while. Um, is, is, is this a very, very popular issue? It is very, very and, um, popular. How can we prevent this from happening? You see, um, when it comes to the ducting system in the vehicle, mm-hmm. With certain vehicles, when you pack, fresh air flaps open. So engine off, fresh air flap opens. Some of them, engine off, fresh air flap closes. And depending on where you pack, then this rodent can go through the fresh air. That is the only place. And then they get in, stay there, begins to chew the cables. I don't know. I probably have to taste this cable one of the that are sugar coated. And then they begin to chew the cables. And it can become nightmarish. Yeah. You 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 start the engine, turn on the AC and 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 probably you find one of them, a mouse near the blue motor. It enters and it cuts. And as from the vent, you see a lot of blood on your shirt. You look around, crazy. Yes, yes, it's happened. I mean I've seen incidences wow. like that or some of them dying and then you have other so 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 chew the chew mm-hmm. and and i always tell my clients to try as much as possible not to eat in the vehicles these are the things that make them come oh, they go catch me <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes once the once once the passenger compartment is turned into a dining then, then you are bound to have these visitors coming. So pocky babe it is. So um, the the electrical uh, components. I mean, we've talked about the system. We've talked about subsystem, and we've looked at a bit of details in mm-hmm. all these areas. Um, what, what particular components are regarded as um, consumables, um, so that they can be handled? You know, during some of the maintenance um, um, schedules, you know, I mean, if I take my car for maintenance, maybe depending on the mileage and it's stipulated, what are some of the things so that we can have them on top of our mind? Uh, um, for me, the most important one to start with electrically mm-hmm. is to check the state of charge okay. of the battery. Mm-hmm. Now there are equipment for testing that. Mm-hmm. The state of charge. Mm-hmm. Then also... The battery terminals, yeah, to make sure that they are not carbonized, they are clean. Go hit the stone, go no, the stone, which the is thing. not the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, sometimes you need to change the terminals, okay. grease them, mm-hmm. and then those two cables I've spoken about, the high amperage cable, mm-hmm. the one that goes to the starter, and then the one that goes to the alternator. Okay. We need to be sure the, that uh, red and black. No, they are both red. They are both red. Okay. We need to make sure that they are well secured. Mm-hmm. Actually, the one on the alternator is even covered. Okay. And it's held in place by a nut. So you need to check to see whether the nut is well tightened. Mm-hmm. 
And another thing that is mostly overlooked, you see, the grounding. Okay. It is so important. The grounding by virtue of design of vehicles, one cable goes to the chassis. I'm not talking about the chassis for um, diagnosing, the chassis, yeah. the metal part. Mm -hmm. With time, it rusts. So you have a lot of um, what we may call um, current buildup. Okay. So, so one has to clean them. There are a lot of them, a lot of grounding cables. Mm -hmm. um, when, when you look at the, the, the wiring diagrams, you can see they have a lot of them and they need to be cleaned periodically okay. so that they, you can have the ground return, which is an important part uh, in the electrical operation of the vehicle. If there's a problem with the grounding system, what are some of the things that will point you to? Oh, the light will become dim a bit mm -hmm. to be attributed to battery. Mm -hmm. The battery won't charge well. It will change the battery still. That's thing they then do. You have, yes. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of, I mean, I call them pesky, pesky mm -hmm. um, um, electronics. Electronics. And because we have the electronics, you see the electronics, most of the time they close the neutral side, okay. the grounding side uh, of, the, of, the, of the circuit. Mm -hmm. So when you don't clean the ground side, then this part, become problematic okay talking about that a lot of times when i mean with our very rudimentary electric um, electrical, ele electrical knowledge a lot of time we see the positive as more important than the negative but in recent times i've i've grown to learn that the negative is much more important. that's why i keep saying ground return yes 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 Wonderful. it's supposed to measure zero votes okay, okay okay so when you get more vote then it means that there is a problem somewhere mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yes mm -hmm, yes mm -hmm. so listeners i mean that is nuggets for you if you go to a mechanic and he's always attacking the positive you have to suspect the yes, mechanic you need to look at the grounding. we have the grounding to the engine we have grounding beneath the vehicle. We mm -hmm. have groundings in the pillars, mm -hmm. A, B, C, D, E, depending yeah. on how. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, easy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, how do we um, check some of these um, components? You mentioned the um, the you mentioned the um, the the battery terminals. Yes. You mentioned the cables that the thick cables that go to the alternator, etc. What other components and how um, do we you know observe and make a decision as to which of them need um, some form of maintenance with time? Um, um, working over time on cars, mm -hmm. I've realized that there is uh, something that I call the pathway mm -hmm. of service technicians. Okay. When they are working, these are the places that they sometimes place their, uh, um, um, their left hands mm -hmm. and all the you need to check the connectors. Okay. You see, most electrical problems, 80% of them are conventional problems. Connectors not clipped in well, or when people are taking out connectors, mm -hmm. they need to actually take their time to lift the tab and not pull by the cables, yeah. but they need to hold it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, then, and then. So you find some of the wires just coming off. And if not checked, then we say, oh, it's the sensor that is gone. Mm -hmm. No. Most often than not, they are as a result of conventional, uh, uh, the, I mean, they are conventional problems. Mm -hmm. So these are the things that we need to look at. I mean, contact point for sensors and the rest, with time they might corrode, with time you find the greenish material there, mm -hmm. and all. Okay. You see. All right. So um, you, earlier on you talked about the 
alternator let's go a little bit deeper into the function of the alternator since it's so mm -hmm. important to our electrical system and um, let's see some of the issues that's got to do with uh, the alternator quickly then we can jump to our console. okay um with the alternator mm -hmm. one of the issues with the alternator is to do with noise okay you know it has a pulley mm -hmm. and then in the pulley then there's a shaft mm -hmm. That goes through two bearings or three bearings. So these bearings sometimes fail, and then you have noise. Okay. Now, in later day alternators, the pulleys now are just designed. They are, they are like the air conditioner magnetic clutch system. Okay. You see, and so with time, then they have problems. So they may be turning, but not turning the shaft. Okay. So there's a disconnect between the mm -hmm. the pulley and the shaft. Uh, was it was that done to prevent overcharging? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. So it clashes. You see, it clashes mm -hmm. when need be. So it means that the, the ECU can control it. Can control it. When it needs charging, then it yes. it engages and disengages when it doesn't need charging. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes. So, and then also when you have um, top gaskets, mm -hmm. oil leakage, some of them drip into the alternator. And this creates problems for the alternator. Now, electrically, the alternator also has the main cable coming to mm -hmm. it. And then it has either one or two cables. Mm -hmm. When they are not making enough contact, that will destroy the alternator. Because apart from the mechanical aspect of the alternator, you have the windings and then you have the rectifiers. That will change it from AC to DC. Okay. 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 You know, yeah. All right. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so um, noise got to do with um, the shaft or the bearings running out. Usually, mm -hmm. um, how does it sound like? Um, a very whirring noise. A whirring noise. Or whining. A whining noise. Okay, okay, whining noise. What about the belt, the accessory belt? Yeah, the accessory belt. Uh, these days, we have the serpentine running mm -hmm. through everything. Yeah. So when the alternator, when the alternator isn't working well. It might be also be due to the um, the belt, mm -hmm. the accessory belt. Mm -hmm. But you see, accessory belt um, examination should be done at every service interval. Yeah. It could be chipped in, it could be cracked, could be extended, mm -hmm. or you might have the tensioner. Most tensioners are now self-tensioning. Mm -hmm. You might have them actually losing their tensioning uh, capabilities. Mm -hmm. Yes. So these are things that we will need to look at. They are, for me, they form part of the consumables. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And right. one thing that is also overlooked from time immemorial, it is the operation of the crankshaft pulley. Okay. The crankshaft pulley, by virtue of its design, has a rubber lining in. Mm -hmm. It is more for acoustic purposes. Mm -hmm. This can actually have hairline crack. Mm -hmm. And when this happens, the first casualty is the AC compressor. Okay. And everybody will think it's the AC compressor that isn't working well. Mm -hmm. But then it's a result of that. So its speed, mm -hmm. which is transmitted through the belt mm -hmm. to the AC, is reduced. Okay. Okay. Is that what is referred to as a harmonic balancer? That's the harmonic balancer. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Wonderful. Okay. Um, we've all, we also hear a lot of stories. I mean, from uh, mechanics about fuses, about relays. What is it with all those things? Well, well, the the uh, relays are basically switches. Mm -hmm. You see, they switch things on, mm -hmm. and then fuses are 
let, let me let me let me just get slightly academic here. Okay. You know, when it comes to the characteristics mm -hmm. of an electrical circuit, mm -hmm. you have what we call the power source, which is a battery. You have the conductors mm -hmm. where the current is, so wires. And then you have the protectors being the fuse, you have the switches, uh, they as at control before the load. Mm -hmm. What I have seen is that when fuses blow, it's an indication of high current somewhere or problem somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then people put a strip of yeah, wire yeah, between yeah. and it is so dangerous. Not only does it widen the grip of where the fuse is slotted, but then we don't know the current rating of the strand of wire you've put in there. And that can start fire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if a cable is shot to, uh, to life mm -hmm. or shot to power, and then, and then it gets to the fuse and the, the fuse has to break because it's a protector and it cannot break, well, it starts a fire. It starts mm -hmm. a fire. All right. <laughs> All right. So um, the show is brought to you by Total Energies. And at Total, it's all about innovation. And that is the reason why Total has totally redesigned the lubricant bottle in which all your lubricants are um, um, come these days. The premium pack, that is the name, the premium pack. Pack. Now, this premium pack is designed to be user-friendly because of that, they've given it a very, very big handle so that you can hold it easy, carry and pour. The cup also has been redesigned and the mindset or the rationale behind this redesign of the cup is to prevent and reduce um, pouring so that you don't splash when you are pouring, you don't lose some of your oil, um, which saves you. And uh, now... Um, the premium pack also has a new label. Now, they looked at what information has to be displayed on this bottle and they put their heads together and they came out with the, the, the idea that, okay, if we design the label like a dashboard, I mean, when people just glance at it, they can tell exactly all the details about that particular lubricant and they did just that and it looks nice it looks purposeful and it is doing good on the market so please when it comes to lubricant this is what we call performance at first sight and you can only get it at total total keep your engine younger for longer we are still here on the total energies auto show and um, we are going to jump to our console we have some very interesting messages and um, um, we will just go straight to them. Okay, so we have a message from Set in Spintex Road. And um, it says, um, hello, guy, two quick things. I drive a Toyota Camry 2012. I realized yesterday that the car stopped every time I slowed down. But it starts on uh, and moves after that. These lights come on when it stops. Ignore the tire lights. It's a missing sensor. Causing it. All right, all right. That's your TPMS sensor. It's missing. All right. It says, my windscreen cleaner doesn't spot the water, but the wiper works. What could be the cause? Okay, so that's a second or a secondary problem. So, um, okay, so when we take the TPMS light off, the one with the steering wheel with the exclamation, that is the steering angle sensor, right? Okay. Then you have, once the engine is off, you have the battery light come on. And then you can see from this that the engine is off. Yeah, you can see that. The yeah, look at the engine speed. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. rev. It's on zero. It's on zero. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So once the engine goes off, all this light will come. That's what he said. Yes. Okay. So, yes. Okay. So 
um said when the engine is off a lot of lights come on automatically whether there's a problem or not so it makes it very difficult um to tell what your issue is so this um, one then it has to be looked at yes 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 yeah you have to now um, the second one about his wiper yes uh, yeah. yeah so um i can just let him do his own diagnostics okay cool. uh with the engine on mm -hmm. he should just press the wiper wash switch mm -hmm. if if he hears a buzzing sound mm -hmm. then it means the motor works mm -hmm. probably the reservoir leaks mm -hmm. or the hoses to the to the um, reservoir to, uh, the hoses yes that distributes the water mm -hmm. maybe they are actually disconnected somewhere mm -hmm. if he doesn't hear the buzzing noise then there is something wrong with the motor okay yes okay all right so set that is your your assignment there go and uh, examine your car make sure you can hear um, the buzzing sound when you um, press the lever to um, start your wiper wash. Okay, so Bernard says, uh, please, does a bad BCM causes your car not to start? I use a Ford Explorer. Um, well, number one, mm -hmm. when a vehicle doesn't start, mm -hmm. there are a myriad of um, issues. Issues, but possible first, issues. Possible issues mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. Fuel okay air mm -hmm. and spark okay the two can be checked the spark come from a sensor that can let the um ecu mm -hmm. let the spark come on yeah so all this will need to be checked before you can say it is, it is. the okay. bad pc okay so there are so many issues that can be the cause of your problem <laughs> yes yeah. so it has to be yeah, 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 yeah. So all, all those things have to be looked at. Yes, we looked at, okay. yes. So we have uh, Monsieur Maxwell, and uh, Monsieur Maxwell says, Thanks for your great work. I own a Toyota Vitz, but it's manual. It's written, by its manual is written in Japanese language. It is not designed for foreign use. Please, how do I go about it? And how do I go about it, please? Okay, so um, the Toyota Vitz is identical to the to to Toyota, Toyota Yaris. Yaris. Yes. So um, just go online, use the year of your model, and Google to Toyota Yaris manual. And, and, the, and then and it's pretty uh, much going yeah. to be just like for the uh, VIT. The Very only good. thing is that the VIT is it's it's a right-hand right -hand drive that, that has been converted. Yeah. Yes. And you know how we feel about conversions. <laughs> we won't talk about that today. Yeah, yeah, that's chamo. <laughs> All right. So um, Kwame from Tech Junction Kumasi says, Hello, good evening. I use a Mitsubishi Mirage. Anytime I move into drive when the car is stationary, the vehicle shakes. It's is it an electrical problem, or if not, then what it is? What is it? Sorry. Um, also, there is a shortage of total coolants in Kumasi. I checked from the airport roundabout, Crowfoam, Swami roundabout, and other major stations, but I couldn't get some to buy. Kindly alert the authorities. I would do just that um, for you, Kwame. Yeah. Um, um Yeah, with yes. Kwame is the Mirage, it's a very small car. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know whether this is shift or automatic. So if it is if it is automatic, mm -hmm. uh, this is how he has to check it. Mm -hmm. With the engine on, mm -hmm. he should shift into reverse. Okay. Is it shaking? Yes. Into neutral. Is it shaking? No. Into drive. Is it shaking? Yes. Then you should ask someone to check his uh Engine mounts. Engine mounts. Okay. Yes. Good. Okay. And also, mm -hmm. the engine air filter. I've actually 
seen this problem before on the Mirage, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where the engine air filter is clogged, so clogged that a vehicle actually was crawling. Okay. Right. Okay. I mean, you've said on this show several times that um, when it comes to car, that it's air fuel and spark. spark. Okay, so if your air delivery system is not good, that is, if the filter is is clogged, uh, you're going to have issues. Some cars are going to misfire. They're going to misfire even, and if, then you'll be paying more. Yes, because your fuel. fuel consumption is going to go up because sure. the uh, uh, the ambient air sensor is going to sense how much air is coming in the air pressure and uh, it will adjust yeah, the mouth. The mouth. Yes. 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 The mass air flow sensor. Yes. 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 All right. Uh, I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, Frank Esiama says, uh, I use a Kia Morning. The car had a small battery that was 12 plates. I now use 17 plates. I'm worrying. <laughs> Am I worrying the car or it's normal? <laughs> well, I will just ask this question. Yeah. Where has he placed the battery? Yeah, that'd be the thing because the car is a small car. <laughs> yes. Yes. 17 plates is pretty yes. big battery. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I mean, if, if 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 you put bigger batteries on your car, is, is it going to hurt the car? It's not going to hurt the car. That is, yeah. if, if, if you have space, enough space yeah, for if it. You have space, because yeah. normally, I mean, it's something I like to do. I normally like to, when it comes to batteries, I like to overbuy just a little bit. Yeah, so that yeah. you can accommodate. Uh -huh. So that, yeah. yeah. But I'll ask some other issue, some other question very soon. Let's just... Um, take uh, so um, Jet says I use a Toyota Vitz 2008 model, um, three plugs that is three cylinder. Yes, okay. My issue on the car is anytime I'm driving, the check engine sign come and the acceleration will stop working, and also the first plugs will not work, but everything is okay with the plug. I was told the plug, I changed the set control board to, I changed but well uh, uh i changed that but what do you think is a problem so you change that but the problem is still there so you want to find out um what what what, what we think about your problem yes i mean i mean we haven't actually diagnosed it but mm -hmm. what i can say is that probably he's having a, a misfire mm -hmm. when you have misfire it's not only really to do with it. misfire is to do with ignition fuel or compression okay so until these three things are looked at mm -hmm. Um, the ECU should be the last thing. The last thing. Yes. Because that thing, you know, they spoil off from. No. But um, a lot of times also, you have this um, crank position sensor. Mm -hmm. Crank position sensor. Going bad. Mm -hmm. You see, where it is, when work is done, and probably a wrench hits it, mm -hmm. that is where you have a problem. Mm -hmm. Because the crank position sensor actually is more of a, a speed sensor mm -hmm. and it generates its own voltage okay so any small impact mm -hmm. then it affects it. it yes and also when you have oil leaks and things going on it then then you have all these problems. efficiency comes down yes and it, it can cause this problem right yes it mm -hmm. can cause this problem okay all right so jed you have several things to look at i hope you have access to a very good mechanic who can do a good job for you all right so emmanuel says i took my car for an oil change after which i detected the engine sign on the dashboard okay so it means when you were going in for the service there was no check engine light i had not seen that the sign i have not seen the sign on the dashboard it means you could not tell whether 
before you went in it was there well, or after okay what yeah. might what might have happened during the oil change so you have to assume the two sides uh -huh. you, you see I, I said earlier on mm -hmm. that when when service technicians are working on vehicles mm -hmm. sometimes in putting things together then that is where the problem mm -hmm. begins. Mm -hmm. Something is not tight in here. Mm -hmm. Something is not put in place. And that might have brought the check engine I mean, sign on. Personally, I've, I think about two occasions with two different cars, I've had something similar like what you're talking about. There was one time the, 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 the oil device that operates the VVTI. It yes. was a Toyota. Uh, the, 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 um, the, variable, the OCV. Very the good. The oil control the oil, Very good. Solenoid. Yes. The cable the, on it. Yeah, the, the connector. The connector. That's what I. That's, yeah. Yeah. It got broken, and it happened and the, on the and, workshop. And, and the and the engine will start running very rough. Yeah, yeah. And the car started chop fuel. <laughs> you know. Yes. So I had to do my own diagnosis, and I realized that mm, this is where the issue is. Unfortunately, where it broke, you you can't mend it, so you have to change the the whole. And, unit. and you said that's a Toyota. Yeah, it was a Toyota um, Yaris. Yes, I think. Um, yes, where, where it's positioned. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's right at the front of the. Yeah, of the that engine. is for the intake. Yeah, you have two: mm -hmm. one for intake and one for exhaust. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Then um, okay. Then the second time too, it was a, a turbo engine, and it was a turbo control solenoid. Oh, oh right. So okay, that, that, that is going to affect drivability. Yes. So yeah. So I scanned it and I got the message. So I examined it, um, and it was off and on because what happened was that the wire broke inside. So, so when you examine it, you won't see it. But I realized that sometimes, oh, the whole car and bar. <laughs> so, you know, this is a very, yeah. very important component for the table system mm -hmm, vehicles, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. And when you have time, one day we'll talk about the table system, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, we'll tell, uh, most often than not, a lot of mechanics shy away from table system. Mm -hmm. But these systems are designed to enhance the performance of the vehicles. Perfect. So, very good knowledge of the way they work. Mm -hmm. And they are pretty, pretty simple systems. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a last one. Um, Kobe says um, the D light of my Honda CRV keeps flashing. What is the issue? I have uh, have changed the transmission oil, but issue persists. So you mean the D light of the of, of the once of the printer? Yes. One, one, once it shifts into mm -hmm. drive, mm -hmm. then it begins. To he should have a scan. Okay. Yeah, he should have a scan. Um, the CRV, I don't know the year that it is, mm -hmm. but some of the CRVs, mm -hmm. um, the earlier model ones, mm -hmm. where they have their um, automatic transmission um, control, mm -hmm. where it is, it's just below the air, f uh, the air filter box. Okay. And in fixing the air filter box, it sometimes sits on it, and then the connector gets broken. broken. I'm, I'm speaking from experience. from experience. This one, yes, it's happened a lot. All right. Uh, it's been um, a very wonderful show. Um, Elgin and Elsa, thanks for doing the listening and jamming to our sick tune. <laughs> um, I believe um, all the things that we've talked about are very helpful. Um, Gerald, quickly, how can we reach you? Yes, they've asked me to now mention my number slowly. <laughs> so zero two four four three six five four four seven zero two four four three six five four four seven. Auto check can be located 
at the trade fair T Junction. Hope it's been slow enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much, um, Gerald. It's been a wonderful show. Um, I have my team here, um, Daniel, Danny Blue, and um, a call. Um, bye for now. I've been a deep Bye, bye, bye. Seems she forgot all about the library like she told her old man now. And with the radio blasting goes cruising just as fast as she can now. And she'll have fun, fun, fun.